Welcome back to the Backwall Podcast. We thank you for joining us once again, episode 11, and it is the episode right before postseason. The regular season is wrapping up. Myself, Luke Hamilton, Nick Gerbez, John Shotgun Bows, and Ivan Smith all back on the podcast here this week. And again, we thank you for joining us. We'll go ahead and wrap up this week by giving you a quick recap of the week. Guys, we were 3-1 and one this week, a, a solid week despite a smaller sample size necessarily than we're used to. But... Friday's game against the Ruguru, found a way to get a, a solid 6-1 win, got that rain out on Saturday, but came right back to the ballpark at Travis Field on Sunday and Monday. Our theme night week going on at the ballpark, that Star Wars night on Sunday was pretty exciting. Those jerseys getting auctioned off as well as on Monday. Uh, strikeout cancer night, a, a great opportunity to be able to support a local guy like Joe Brown. Um, you know, getting him uh, the money that he needs uh, in his time of need. And you know what? We came right back on Thursday and probably one of the craziest games we've been a part of. Um, right. right, yeah, that to me, that was the only game missing from the season. Uh, we've seen the one in every single way, but uh, the huge comeback was sort of that missing piece, and man, that was insane. We were down 11-2 in the bottom of seventh, and we found a way. That's just, that just shows you the what this team's about. I think, look, at the end of the day, of course, you don't want to find yourself down 11-2 like the Bombers did last night, but when you're when you're talking about a playoff mentality and a playoff mentality that's that has to be ready right then and there with such a short playoff it is games like that where you have to have guys dig deep and say regardless of us being down 11-2 we have to win this ball game and the bombers did have to win that ball game to grab uh, officially the top spot in the regular season so they're the regular season champs and you know what um I don't think uh, we're necessarily going to be uh, falling short as far as excitement goes entering the playoffs at all yeah, definitely after that game last night, when we're down 11-2, you, you can start to feel the energy in the stadium kind of start dropping or whatever, but right when they got to the pin, you saw a new arm come in, they started struggling with the zone, started getting some hits, and all of a sudden started building and building and building until we finally start Tory. Yeah, that's and that's a huge confidence booster, especially going into the postseason. I think this is the best time to have a game like that. Um, you give yourself insurance to ensure that you won the TCL uh, with one game left tonight. Uh, that's a great, uh, it's a great deal to the bullpen as well. It shows that I, I truly believe that we have the deepest bullpen in the TCL, and that's going to come through for us in the playoffs for sure. Yeah, especially with Reese coming back, I think you're 100% on point with that. Having one of the deeper bullpens yeah. in the TCL for sure. I think there's an opportunity here as we come into Friday to just take a deep breath. The Bombers have grabbed the top spot. Do you want to continue to play competitive baseball? Of course, tonight's a big night. But I think on Aggie night last night, uh, the kid, Logan Sartori, uh, look, everybody got a look at him last night, and they're going to get a look at him in spring as well. Uh, out of Hutchinson Community College, Logan Sartori coming to Texas A&M in the spring. Um, man, did he have himself a good night last night. He seems to like wearing maroon. I think so. I think that's uh, I think that's his color. And he, uh, what did he have? A three for five night with six RBIs last night. Of course, that grand slam. They got them right back into the ball game. It was an 11-5 game. They were chipping away. Of course, getting to the bullpen. Uh, Texarkana, unfortunately, they don't have any depth left in that bullpen. Just yeah. position players right behind some starters now. Really rough week for the for the Twins. They scored 31 runs. They scored 13, seven, and last night 11, and they're 0-3. 
Gave up 35 collectively through that. Lost by about a couple runs each time. Won last night. You, you uh, hate to see it. Yeah, you hate to see but it. But not against our team, though. Right, <laughs> absolutely. That was about the most exciting one out of the uh, slugfest that the Texarkana Twins have been a part of. But um, we had some highlights of the week with, with players like Logan Sartori. Of course, Logan Sartori, our GATX position player of the week. Congratulations to Logan Sartori. Well-deserved. There were some other notable performances. Colt Coker uh, hitting at the top of the order here lately in the in the second half. Man, did he have himself a good week. But Logan Sartori, when you think about the most valuable player of this week, that performance last night single-handedly was the most valuable performance that we had all week, uh, finding a way to get us right back into that game. Yeah, I think it was actually a pretty close race this week. I mean, you had guys like Chase Kemp with uh, five RBIs. Logan obviously had seven on the week. Coker, like you said, was Batting another amazing. 800, another 500 week. Yeah, is a good one. Yeah, but I think it's on base, man. Yeah, it certainly yeah. does. <laughs> Especially in that leadoff role, that's crucial. Um, I think a lot of guys are finding the roles in the, in, the, in the batting order, and it's looking great to head towards postseason. Yeah, Sartori though, just definitely the thing that took it away was just how important that game was, momentum-wise, going into playoffs. How big of a game it was. Uh, so it wasn't just the Grand Slam, because the Grand Slam put us within two runs, but he came back with a double to give us the lead. So, I mean, he just came up in big time spots. That's what it really earned him. We, we can only do so much explaining. I think we should just show it to him. Back in this ball game, still down by six in an 11-5 game in the bottom of the seventh. Sartori way up into the left field lights, and it is a Grand Slam! I'd say the Bombers are back in it. It's an 11-9 ball game. We'll sound the siren for the second time. Shelter and place everybody here at Travis Field. And, and you could see why they were going to pitch Dory until his arm fell off. Three and two. Hopkins to the plate, breaking ball, Sartori down the left field line, it gets down! It's gonna tie the ball game! Will we have a 12 to 11 game? We will! Logan Sartori, he uh, had himself a night. He even had a base hit uh, in the hole before those two at-bats, but uh, a solid night to say the least. And what's really comforting with this Bombers team right now is that the back end of the bullpen um, is complimenting them very nicely. Uh, and in fact, we, we looked at the numbers. We really looked at, um, like we looked at Sartori's performance, we looked at Joe Buckendorf's performance this week and saw just how important his outings were. And uh, he, he's gonna go ahead and be our GATX uh, pitcher of the week, Joe Buckendorf, right. a solid night last night. Go ahead and talk to us a little bit about um, that inning last night, guys. Uh, yeah, um, when you look at, he didn't have the most innings pitched, but when you look at situations and the importance of those innings, they were uh, monumental. Especially last night, getting a quick three up or three down with two strikeouts, kept the momentum going, there was no interruptions. We got right back to our bats, and that's when we had that bottom eighth, in which let Sartori um, take the lead for us. Yeah, Buckendorf's final line on the week. He got three innings, three Ks, no runs, no hits allowed. Uh, other guys in the bullpen had some solid performances, but him getting the win last night on that comeback was just what really pushed him over the edge. Look, I mean, this guy's coming off of a couple of rough outings. Buckendorf hasn't had the best middle part of the season, but you know what? I said it, no matter what sport it is, the team that's trending upward when they're going into the postseason is normally the team that can grab it. And, and the team that's trending upward is most likely gonna grab it here in the TCL with just being a four game max playoff 
here uh, this summer. But I think we got plenty of excitement on the way. Uh, in fact, you know, tonight ends the regular season. Uh, we're wrapping things up um, as we uh, have given you our GITX uh, position players of the week. We'll see them again here tonight uh, on a Friday night, Texas night at the ballpark. Um, it'll be a pretty cool night. Uh, some Texas flag jerseys, I believe, are going to be on display. So, um, Lots of live auctions. Get out to the ballpark. And if you're not out to the ballpark, definitely go online and still bid for your favorite players' game-worn Texas theme night jerseys. Go to www.biddingal.com. That's O-W-L, like the animal, slash Bombers Baseball. And those things go quick. Very quick. Last uh, we, we saw some... Uh, those strikeout cancer jerseys and those uh, maroon uh, A&M themed jerseys last night go for 250, 300 plus. Yeah, it's kind of a couple of them. Those are yeah, those sell that really quick. I know everyone's wanting one. Well, I think tonight's going to be uh, a relaxed night on the field for these Bombers, but at the same time, I think they're going to want to play uh, playoff mentality baseball. But uh, get out to the ballpark. It's our fireworks night uh, tonight as well. The last fireworks Friday uh, of the summer. You won't want to miss it. Um, and you'll want to get out there and be a part of it all. Uh, we're excited. We haven't had fireworks at the ballpark since June, um, and it's uh, it's going to go off with a bang here in the regular season, guys, and it's going to be a good uh, tone setter for um, the weekend. Again, Sunday is the first playoff game here at Travis Field. It's guaranteed, uh, but Monday is not. If we need three, it is right back here at Travis Field on Monday for game three in that first round, and then it is Championship Tuesday next week, guys. Right. Hopefully we're... Uh, sitting there on Championship Tuesday with a smile on our face, ready to go, so. Yeah, and uh, going into these playoffs, we uh, wanted to preview potential pitching matchups here or uh, p potential rotations. We started uh, talking amongst ourselves, talked a little bit to Coach Nelly over here about who he might want to throw out for games one, two, and three, and uh, we believe we got a little something here with Dante Woodard going game one potentially and following up in game two with Reese Easterling as he's returned back to the squad. And game three, if we need it, hopefully we don't, but game three, kind of going to be an all hands on deck situation. We uh, potentially leaning on Dobbins and Bird coming out of the pen, maybe getting a start depending on how the other games go. But those are probably two arms that you will see. Well, I think when, when you when you look at a guy like Dante Woodard and you talk to Coach Nelson about him, uh, Coach Nelson is very comfortable with Dante Woodard on the, on the road. And, and when you really do look at his numbers on the road, he's one of the least rattled pitchers on the road. I think that's going to be important, most likely. Um, you know, if we, we find a matchup against Acadiana, uh, we're thinking Will Rapole out of LSU will be on the mound that game. I think that's a good compliment. Um, Dante Woodard on the mound. Reese Easterling, I think that's a great spot for Coach Nelson to put that guy in the two spot in that series. Look, most likely, if you can grab a win on the road, You've got Reese Easterling on the mound with a chance to clinch the series, and I think that's very dangerous. Look, the guy might not go five, six innings, but at the same time, that might be the only outing he goes five, six, maybe even seven innings on the summer because it's all going to be on the line for Reese Easterling. So, I mean, um, following up on that too is he's probably got the freshest arm out of the starting pitchers on the year because he was able to have that break where he was working out up in the Northeast. But now that he's back, I mean, he's only got 13 innings logged on his arm for the summer. Right. He might be going six or seven if we need to stretch him. And I mean, all hands will be on deck on the road, so you'll have a Sartori traveling, is what Coach Nelson said. You'll have the Coleman brothers uh, traveling as well. Um, but, you know, he probably already figured out who his, his game two starter is, and he's going to leave them at home and just let them take it easy and, and focus on really the last start, last appearance of the summer 
um, for some of these guys, it's it's all on the line. It's, right. it's it's everything for them over the weekend, really. Yeah, we're gonna have full strength on the road finally. Uh, that's kind of one thing we've been missing on the road games, especially guys, in the yeah. second half. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're a little short on the bullpen and like with our position players, but. I think with a full roster, we'll have a lot of confidence going in, whether it's a KBN or a Texarkana. As long as, uh, as long as that man Kim Howler's on the bus, you know he uh, he uh, he makes those road trips quite different. I would say. say he's he's probably the heart of the team. He might not have be the Cole Coker getting all the love, Chase Kemp getting all the love on some accolades, but this dude brings the energy. And one thing he does bring, all this energy, he probably brings it in his signature, black turtleneck and fanny pack. Ah. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah. He might be a superstar. You, you know, it's uh, what is it, Dwayne the Rock Johnson? Yeah, some people, some people hit rock bottom, not Cam Howard. Cam Howard gives people what they want. Fans, take a look. If you smell what the Rock is cooking. Fans, Cam Howard. The people's champ. Can you smell what Cam is cooking? Look, that that photo got revealed this late for a reason. I think it's a, I think it is a, a prediction of Cam's performance in the postseason. He's going to shred it up, I think. So Cam Howler, uh, our guy, the people's guy, I'd say. Um, look, that's it here uh, for episode 11. We thank you for joining us here this week. Hope you enjoyed our content, and we'll be right back at it uh, after postseason, and hopefully we will join you all when we have a championship ring again. The Brazos Valley had seen championships all throughout the decade so far. Five out of the last six years will it be six out of seven. Again, we thank you for joining us on the Backwall Podcast. Myself, Luke Hamilton, Nick Gerbez, John Shotgun Bows, and Ivan Smith. We're out. Space in the space means peace. See you later. Later, 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 alligator. Pop blows a weasel in the earth.